0: Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Alex Avila with Love University. I'm right back. I'm an author, psychologist, and speaker. Every week, we talk about how to love ourselves, others, and a higher nature. How to improve our finances, career, health, relationships, and spirituality. And we have a very special guest today. I think it'll be very enlightening. This is Mandeep. She's a yoga and spiritual teacher since the year 2000. She had chronic back problems and turned to yoga as a solution and then became a spiritual teacher, a yoga teacher as well. In 2020, she founded the Kundalini Collective in downtown Las Vegas as a well-being space, and also it's a store to teach yoga and meditation. She is also a sound healer and offers teacher training through credential workshops. Welcome, Mandip, to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Avila. Thank you.
0: Yes, uh, Avila, and you, you actually look like you're in the store, in the place right now. <clears throat> you're you're in the. Your,
1: your I'm on my teaching stage. <clears throat> yes.
0: Yes. And uh, now the idea of yoga is very fascinating. Uh, we think of yoga as a way to do physical exercise, find inner peace, uh, union with a higher consciousness as well. And the idea of kundalini, I believe it comes from the idea of a coiled snake, some kind of energy within our uh, deepest uh, chakra. it's tell us a little bit about that. What is kundalini yoga?
1: Kundalini actually means the curl of the beloved. So it does refer to a coiled energy, and you need to do something to release it and be very conscious about working with it. So this is a technology that is very specific to awaken the kundalini from behind the fourth vertebrae of the spine and raise it up primarily through the practice, it's a a multi-faceted practice of utilizing kriya, mantra, pranayama, and sound all flowing into a very vast meditative experience.
0: Wow, sounds very fascinating. I was reading something about, it combines uh, Bhatki, devotion, Shatki, kind of a feminine uh, divinity or power, and also Raja, meditation. Is that, is that part of it as well?
1: It contains all 26 schools, all 26 lineages of yoga, the spiritual discipline, applied yogic science of yoga in one
0: teaching in one practice okay very cool by the way i don't know if you can tell but my favorite color is blue and uh, i think you're talking about blue and uh i went to this place and they said my my is blue but nice my chakra is in the throat because i'm a communicator
1: uh-huh. and
0: sometimes i get a sore throat uh, what's what's good for a throat um to work on your throat chanting chanting really okay yeah, absolutely what, what would be a chance to use
1: uh you could just simply chant the seed sound ong o-n-g oh okay ong. yes
0: okay and then you just keep saying that or is there music with it or?
1: Ong, ong, ong. it starts ong, to really vibrate ong. the whole head from the throat up and it's oh, the sound is not coming out of the mouth it's coming out yes. of the
0: nose okay very fascinating the yoga is very is a very fascinating and very interesting uh, exercise uh, now you mentioned things like compassion. You can help you with compassion. Not an
1: exercise. It's a discipline. It's a lifestyle a practice. practice. Okay. It can go deeper.
0: So prana. You can talk about the life energy, the love force. Uh, uh You know, also being less reactive in in terms of when you practice yoga and also raising your consciousness. Uh, tell us more about that. What are the benefits are, uh, of yoga?
1: Oh my goodness. Where do I start? There is so there's a multitude of benefits. First of all, it improves your immune system. Yes. It strengthens your uh, nervous system. And when you have mastery, in a sense, over your thoughts, over your emotions, it's very, very useful and very helpful, particularly in this environment that is rapidly changing on the planet as we speak. Um, We're being bombarded more and more with information. It becomes very overwhelming very quickly. Uh, The environment of the planet itself is in pretty dire straits. So, the more that we can maintain a sense of neutrality, of open-heartedness, and create the direct connection between the heart, the mind, and the breath, it's very, very useful in all aspects of being human. And we we have an expression in yoga that we are spiritual beings having a human experience.
0: Yes, I like that. That's very beautiful. And the idea of, you know, yoga is a a form of therapy, uh, therapy as well. And they they can. Did,
1: yes, they, very, they did very studies uh,
0: yoga behind bars. They found that people who did four um, yoga sessions had only eight percent likelihood to return uh, to prison, as opposed to sixty percent uh, most people re- recidivism rate. Also, um, other studies you know indicated with uh, lowering uh, cortisol, you know, the stress hormone, mm-hmm. relaxation response, impulse controlled mood, concentration. And one thing that's very interesting for me, I work a lot with trauma victims, and uh, the idea of the trauma fo- focused yoga. You may have heard yes. of Van der Cork, who did um, yes. "The Body Keeps the Score," and yeah. he talks about the idea that after trauma, it gets ingrained in your body. Yoga right. is a way to become aware of that, release the tension, yeah, and also to tolerate discomfort because realizing mm-hmm. that is not going to last, you know. And I think sometimes some of these positions can they be uncomfortable at times.
1: Well, in Kundalini, we do a lot of repetitive movement. We work with the science of angles and triangles. So it's Ah. not like your traditional Hatha yoga where Mm. you are holding the poses Mm. in some practices for various Mm. long lengths of time. We do hold the postures uh, as far as when we're working with prana in a certain angle and bringing energy in. Like, for example... You know, I would possibly be raising my arms in this posture for three minutes or even longer. And that can be very, very challenging. But we're opening up the conduits of energy to release trauma trauma imprints, for example, since you just spoke about that. Mm. And we're bringing in new aspects of energy lines into the body. So it does Mm. teach you how to be... Uncomfortable mm-hmm. knowing that it's a finite state, yes. and then when you relax, right, you suddenly have this experience of a whole nother uh, sense of who you are from a different perspective because mm-hmm. you've moved through that uncomfortableness.
0: Right. Sounds like you're familiar with the psychological side of this. You've, you've uh,
1: I, I teach very thoroughly in that yes. way. Uh, it's, it's, I'm certainly not a trained psycho- psychologist by any means, but right. I'm very geeky about those types of things because primarily people are coming in to this studio uh, in Las Vegas they really struggle with depression they struggle with anxiety yes. uh, they struggle with addiction issues yes. all you know, as, a, as a part of dealing with depression and anxiety right. attempting mm-hmm. at self-medicating Yes. so I think it's important that I do have a basic knowledge of how the brain the mind the psyche all mm-hmm. of that works yes. within this component of the applied yogic science of kundalini
0: they mentioned, uh, what is angles and triangles? That was an industry term I was going to ask you about.
1: Yeah, so we do a lot of uh, energy okay. positions and physical positions with the body using 60 degree angle, using 90 degrees, mm-hmm. using 30 degrees. Uh, we're very, very specific about putting perhaps our legs in certain uh, angular positions and doing the arms, particularly because the arms have a direct connection into the heart. Yes. So we do a lot of different things positions angularly with the energy and if you look at a square and then you divide it with an angle of 60 degrees it becomes two different entirely different things it becomes two triangles so that's what we're doing
0: interesting I remember my mom who passed away she, back in the day she was doing yoga and one time I walked in a room and she was upside down in a lotus posture I said what the heck Beautiful. <laughs> and she was already uh in advanced age but uh and I did a little bit of that lotus I think I can still cross my legs actually for some reason Uh, And do that, uh, the full lotus position.
1: Yes, for you. uh,
0: I think it's very, very very fascinating. And I think the the idea also of community is important. And the idea that people that breathe together, move together, there's some sense of union. Do you find that in your center there that you have?
1: Absolutely. We we have um, an understanding and the concept of group consciousness. So it is important that you have a daily practice and you do that on your own and some fashion it could be very brief 30 minutes 11 minutes or less yes. to do something consistently is very important but I also I'm always recommending that you come in and you experience group classes because the energy builds and what they are what's known as group consciousness which is the unity within community and it's very supportive humans are not meant to be isolated and not be together. We're very much meant to uh, be together, like in tribes and villages and right. communities, right. uh, you know, however you want to perceive that, because there is an interconnectedness that we all share. And again, another aspect of it is I see no stranger. In you, I see me. And yes. so it becomes a mirror reflection of each other.
0: That's very beautiful. I like that. That's a very spiritual, elevated point of view. And uh, also, uh, you are a sound healer. I know she has gongs in the back. Are you able to play those gongs by any chance? Can you? Uh, uh,
1: yes. <laughs> the,
0: what happens if you? If, <laughs> well, I mean, you want right, me to play them yeah, right yeah. now? I mean, we'll just if you hit it. Well, I'm curious. Of, oh no, sound. we
1: don't hit it. We play the gong. Oh, play? We okay. strike. Okay. We strike the gong. All right, let's
0: hear a little bit of that. Kind of okay. curious. Okay. Um,
1: because so you already is, uh,
0: have everything set up there.
1: Yes, I have. I have 17 gongs. Wow. Dr. Wow. Okay. All different types. This is mercury. This is Uranus, and I have a water gong, which I don't think you have. Well, this one you can hear. Just to give you a quick teaching about the gongs, the gongs are incredibly very powerful sacred instruments. Yeah. I was in gonna 30 ask you that. seconds, all the chakra energy mm. is balanced and harmonized. Right. 30 not, seconds. That seems pretty
0: intense. I mean, does that represent something? Is that some power? Yes, I'm
1: I'm. Yeah. Ex, I'm explaining it to you. Okay. So in 30 seconds, yes. all the chakra energy is balanced. Ah. The chakras, of course, are the wheels of energy in, yes. within the spine. 30 seconds. In 90 seconds, your subconscious mind, which is the whole reason that we meditate, is to keep that managed and cleared, Mm. surrenders to the sound of the gong. Ah, So I probably played that for about 45 seconds, maybe 30 seconds. Yes. So we had an immediate response with the energy in the body.
0: Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I felt something powerful (laughs) from there. Oh, good. Yeah, And I assume uh, different gongs or I know people use bowls too. Do they have like different influences on people there you you got a bowl okay
1: i have uh, a a vast array of sound healing instruments so this is a gym bowl and it's made from kyanite oh wow and essentially you tap it and you rub it it's all working with frequency with hertz Hmm. the brain emits frequencies and hertz different waves of sound so, these all have very beautiful impacts and influences. I like to think of these as the true influencers mm-hmm. of our society. I like that. And how we can navigate and utilize this amazing technology to bring healing and balance and harmony. It's quite lovely.
0: Wow. So, well, then uh, people that come with different issues, can you fine tune the sounds to help them? They their depression? Yes. or...
1: When I do my private sessions, I have a room that I have dedicated here. I had it built very specifically to be able to do uh, private sound sessions in. And I have a consultation initially with the client, and we come to an understanding of what our intention is that they would like to work on in the session. And then I have, I typically can intuitively tune into them before they get there, so I've got an idea of what's happening, and I'll pick out uh, the couple of frequencies of gong depending on you know what it is picking up on sometimes i tweak it a little bit once they get here but usually it's pretty spot on and then um, i have a, a collection of seven sacred metal chocolate bowls which i have in a specific alignment around the table that i work with and I use those in a Himalayan protocol. Mm-hmm. I was taught by a master sound healer from a village in Nepal. Wow. And so I utilize them in that way. So to create relaxation and harmony. Very, very fascinating. That was super cool. People love it. They fall asleep. They have out-of-body <laughs> yes. experiences. It's, it's really incredible.
0: I see. Now, Madeep, there is um, what we call the devil's advocate for meditation, for example, or yoga. And you've heard this before. And I think you mentioned the term uh, monkey mind, which is from the East. It says, you know, the chattering thought voices and all that. Uh So, I I mean, a lot of people would say, you know, I don't have patience for this. I mean, I said, my mind is, uh, they even say the word ADHD. I can't do this. So what's your response to people that say that to you? That is not for you. It's not for them.
1: That's one of the reasons why I really love Kundalini. Because I had practiced multiple Schools or lineages, traditions, methods, vehicles, however you want to view it, of meditation prior to Kundalini discovering me and saying, okay, Mandeep, you're ready. Kundalini meditations are usually very active. Mm. And I love that because I have an incredibly powerful monkey mind, too. <laughs> my, my mind is, yeah, me too. I mean, I'm a woman, I have a, I have a natural six track mind. Oh, wow. So my M- mind. Multitasking,
0: is, right? And multi thinking. I'm
1: a queen of multitasking. Okay. And so, you know, the shadow side of that I get put too much on my plate. True. But when I am in my meditation practice of kundalini, I'm focusing on a specific breath work. I also do things with my hands, uh, mudras, mudras. which directly connect to the energy of the brain. Because you know okay. when we're in utero, our hands and our brain were like this, all tucked into this little growing, you know, organ organism. Yeah. And the hands and the brain develop together. So in creating different expressions of energy in the hands, it's highlighting and activating the brain in a certain way. So mudras, breath, typically I have a sound. I'm chanting a mantra or I'm listening to a mantra and mentally vibrating it. So I'm busy and it totally satisfies my monkey mind. And I'm having an extraordinary experience. So there you have it.
0: So just sit in there and just, Seeing your thoughts, observing them—that's not necessarily what you're talking about. Well,
1: I've done so. I did several vipassanas where I go on okay. silent retreat for seven to ten days. Wow, it was super challenging. I did it. It was amazing, hmm. but it, it's not exactly something. <laughs> not I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go do vipassana again. It was like sure. pulling, you know splinters out of my out of my hands and feet, but I made myself do it to have the experience. Yes, this to me is much more of a modern system a much more applicable and uh just i would say easier because it's not easier it's it's all challenging right it's it's all challenging and this is how we grow is through challenge but we don't have to suffer that's the key we don't have to suffer and you don't have to hustle and hassle about it either you just set yourself do your practice if it's 11 minutes, 3 minutes, whatever. And you continue to move through all the chaos of the change that's continuously unfolding right. in a much smoother streamlined way.
0: Interesting. Yeah, there are a lot of um, different permutations of that. Uh-huh. They're fascinating. Sure. Now um you know, in psychology, we have something called flow, which you may have heard about. Uh, Mihaly There's a famous psychologist that talks about, you know, the runner's high when you basically lose track of time, lose track of self consciousness. So I assume, you know, this can also do that as well the meditation, the, the yoga.
1: Absolutely. Get, uh,
0: to that, you know, union. Uh, so you're no longer worried about your problems, you know, and you're just in this kind of joyous state. And of course, you know, with neuroimaging, we know that uh, people who practice yoga have more self awareness. And also there's more of what's called GABA, which uh, reduces anxiety, uh, the neurotransmitter. So there's a lot of uh, interesting brain chemical stuff going on.
1: Absolutely. But but
0: here's one thing I've been wondering about. I had this guy on my show who talked about magic mushrooms, uh, psilocybin. You've heard of that? Yeah. Uh, some kind of shortcut to consciousness. But I've always been skeptical of people that like to use external chemicals to change internal chemicals, which is, you know, the endorphins and the dopamine. Uh-huh. So what do you think about that? I mean, do you see any use of the external chemicals or do you like this way to do it in a more internal way?
1: We have everything that we need within us. Ah, We're internal. an absolutely amazingly sophisticated, highly intelligent organism yeah. that is pretty awesome. Yes, you know, in many, many traditions, the shamanic traditions are definitely coming full force. People yes. are, are really seeking out these things. It's a, right. somewhat of a trend. Right. Uh, sure, I see it all the time. Right. Uh, it's of a
0: shortcut, I, don't you think? People want to get that high, you know, they got to get that immediate thing. Yeah, well,
1: then you got to do the work afterwards now, don't you?
0: Work out, what do you mean, by integration through the...
1: Yeah, sure, the integration.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, it's
1: it's a high... You're yes. right. It's an right. external coming in. Right. Creates an altered state. Right. Fine. The altered yes. state wears off. Right. Now what? So right. I think it. there's definitely room for that, particularly with when you have, um, I mean, plant medicine, it, this is the basis of our allopathic medicine, is mm-hmm. plant medicine. Right. right. Uh, before Big Pharma got a hold of it, that's a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. But regardless, um, you know, I I do speak of plant medicine in a way that I'm embracing it because right. a great deal of the clients, my students that are coming in, uh, not my students but the students, are very much experimenting with that. And so, hmm. rather than create a gap, I'm right. bridging that gap. Say, okay, right. come right. in but and practice Kundalini before yes. you're going to go into a ceremony. Right. But is your come personal and philosophy? And is your philosophy? Afterwards. Is your philosophy
0: the idea of that to get something good, you got to work at it. I mean, cause it sounds like this, yes. this, this cause, you know, uh, as discipline and work,
1: Absolutely, you
0: use, use yoga postures, which can release, you know, the positive brain chemicals eventually. Right. Do you, do you, do you like that longer term view in terms of doing that? Yeah, shortcuts?
1: I'm a long, ter- I'm a lifelong student.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Exactly. But I mean, you have to put work into it. This, this is not yoga. not that easy. No, I mean, you got to put some energy into it. Right? It's a effort.
1: spiritual discipline and yes. you, it's a genuine training so it's a jedi training Mm. so in in order for you to get something out of it it has to be an exchange you have to put something into it so there needs to be an exchange you don't have to be fanatical about it as i keep mentioning this very short time period but consistency and commitment and this is what builds your calibration to Mm. increase which in turn elevates your consciousness You've got to do something. Yes. And if you don't, you're going to be left behind. You're going to feel overwhelmed pretty quickly and you won't be able to keep up. We see that rampantly. I mean, it's just, it's really, you know, it's, it's pretty intense what's happening, but there's also a lot of very positive things that are happening. Hmm. And that's what I focus on.
0: I like that. Now in terms of the actual terminology and some of the things you do, I'm going to, Talk to you about some terms. Can you, you tell me what what you define them as? I see here uh, something called Kriya, and that looks like it's defined as action, uh, breath, posture, and sound. Uh, tell
1: us what is what is Kriya. Well, Kriya Yoga was kept very closely, secretly guarded for hundreds of years, and then in the late, I would say, the late eighteen hundreds, it began to be publicly introduced again. It is a series of very specific um, tools or very specific elements. You mentioned breath, you mentioned prana, you mentioned asana, um, mudra. uh, Did I say mantra? All of these elements Mm. are combined in a very certain sequence and a very specific timing to create a specific outcome. Mm. That is what Kriya Yoga essentially loosely is. I see. So, Kundalini technology uh, that Yogi Bhajan taught is a Kriya Tantric. Practice. Mm. So we're working a lot with the Kriya, with the sexual energy of the sacral chakra, and we're also very much working with prana, life energy force.
0: Mm. So the term uh, uh, Kriya said means action. Yes. and uh, you know most people think of meditation like you said like sitting quietly and you know they can't do that because of the monkey mind so it sounds like there's more of an action oriented meditation that people can do as well correct if they they have that overactive mind like you're talking about yes Uh, which actually is pretty interesting you know a lot of people don't realize that apparently because a lot of people are turned off by sitting still you know quietly I can't do that
1: well I I do have a class that I teach on Tuesdays it's called Gong Nap and I actually utilize the practice of Yoga Nidra Mm. So that is where you're lying down. And, but you're awake and aware, and you're going through a self-hypnosis process. And you were speaking of trauma earlier. Yes. Walter Reed Hospital um, has, uh, Richard Miller did a huge study with the veterans, uh, really struggling with PTSD. Yes. Right. And utilizing the Yoga Nidra specifically with tremendous outcome, very positive of healing.
0: So my deep, you know, this stuff, believe it or not, has already helped my throat. Uh, my throat is clear now. I think uh, the sounds you played and, uh, you know, just all this stuff is helping.
1: Beautiful. So
0: I'm kind of wondering, I guess, the practical applications. So this is what our listeners probably want to know. Like uh, someone says, I have, um, I'm have i overweight. I want to lose weight. Um, depressed. Can you help them with these kind of things? Uh, say weight loss, for example, with yoga? Yes. How, how do you do that?
1: Well, there's several kriyas for weight loss. There's different breathing uh, techniques for restraining compulsive eating. Ooh. And it's also a matter of really of just relaxing and accepting yourself just as you are. That's a big part of it. That's but yeah, part- there's several kriyas for weight loss specifically. Uh, there's cleanses that you can do. Um, and then there's a very specific breath practices med- that include meditation focus.
0: I see. I think someone said but something no, like.
1: So breathing is a big part of that.
0: Someone said, uh, "I smoke, and do I have to give up smoking to do yoga?" And the and someone says, "No, yoga is is going to make you give it up." Correct. In terms of the way it works. Uh, Not you. Oh, so. uh, well, okay. So that'd be nice. Uh, now, can you we do um, you show me like a, a what is it called the mudra, a hand thing to do? Uh, is there any exercises?
1: This is the Gyan Mudra. It's connecting okay. your Jupiter energy to your thumb, which is the Mars mm-hmm. energy. So it's the Mudra of wisdom of the teacher.
0: Okay. So just hold this for how long? Like, Well, I, uh, this is
1: a, this is pretty much a classic Mudra. So you would it. put it on your knees so mm-hmm. that your palms are up and you can have the palms up or down either way, but typically the palms are up, the elbows are straight. And when you connect your thumb to your fingertip, Hmm. Not the nail, the tip of the finger. Yes. It produces a very specific energy flow in the wow. mind and wow. in your body.
0: Okay. Now, how long do you hold this this uh, position for, this mudra?
1: <laughs> it, it varies. I mean, it, it can vary. You you can actually practice with the mudra at any given time. If you're uh, in a meeting, you could do wow. that beyond mudra. You could also do the little finger, which is your mercury finger, finger of communication, hmm. the little finger. Hmm. Your little finger, yep. And yes. you could just discreetly hold that. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, this is my right hand, and I would just kind of discreetly hold it in my lap. Mm-hmm. And that would enhance my communication skills.
0: That's fascinating. Now, this is something very enlightening, mandipa is that you showed us that yoga or meditation is not just sitting still. It's, it could be doing movements. It could be uh, action-oriented. And that's wonderful. And uh, we'd love to have you back out again. I know you might have to run uh, pretty soon. Uh, but we'd love to have you on and maybe talk in more detail, of uh, maybe more practical exercises. Uh, would you be open sure. to that? Yes.
1: I'd be happy to do that. Yeah, okay. the, this is a householder yoga. Householder meaning ah. mm-hmm. we have jobs, we have families, yes, right. we have busy lives, and we're not in a monastery. We're not in a nunnery. We're not mm-hmm. aesthetics. We're, Good. you know, we're not in a forest in a cave. Yes. We're out in social settings, yes. you know, having a normal, whatever that is, yes. human life.
0: Right. And
1: this is a support system for that.
0: I like that. That's, that's pretty fascinating. So, Madi, where can people learn more about your, your place and also well, you. uh, your website and everything?
1: Sure. You can go to, of course, www.tkk.life.com it's just very simple tkk.life life. And, and that there's no dot com or anything like that okay. it's just tkk.life and that takes you right to my website i have a very powerful virtual channel that you can access through my website oh. Oh. so you can practice with me anywhere on the planet or if you're going to travel to outer space i suppose you could ah, practice with okay. me there too but Um, Yeah, so I have a very robust presence on the internet, as well as my brick and mortar here in the Arts District, Mm -hmm. downtown Las Vegas. Do
0: You have classes, you have uh, products, uh, trainings. Absolutely.
1: We're here seven days a week, morning and evening. Uh, We have a lot of holistic products in our store. Mm. We don't sell anything online yet. Mm. Uh, We prefer people to come in and purchase in person. But we have a really nice selection of adaptogens, of books, of manuals, of um, cacao, of treatments that you can give yourself for self-care.
0: That's fantastic. And I I go to Vegas for a different uh, convention, so definitely want to look you up. And yeah, uh, Jonathan, I
1: invited Jonathan to stop by when he was here, and he didn't come by. So oh, okay. We well, Jonathan, Jonathan,
0: come on come. now. Uh, I think he, he didn't want to sit with the monkey mind, but now you realize it, right? Whatever.
1: That's the big whatever. <laughs> Here's the future for that. Talk Oh, okay. Oh, the okay. That's, uh,
0: <laughs> there he is. There he is. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay. Well, then, it's been a pleasure, uh, Mandeep. Uh, so, Love University students, if you want to uh, come on today's show, you can reach us at 310 226 8090. Visit us at loveuniversity.love so and loveuniversitylove at gmail.com. Thank you, Mandeep. Namaste, until next time we see each other.
1: Sat Nam, dear. Sat Nam. Thank you.
0: Well, that was a very fascinating interview with Mandeep, a spiritual yoga teacher. What I like the most about it is that she says meditation and yoga is not just sitting still and trying to control your thoughts. It's basically moving, is breathing, uh, doing uh, some kind of action, uh, being in the moment. So it's actually very, very useful and very practical. You don't have to be there for hours. You can do it for a certain period of time. Uh, every day and be consistent for it. And it can elevate your mood, reduce stress, uh, help you get connected to the higher nature, which we talked about at Love University a lot, uh, the spiritual component of life. And be more compassionate, you know, be more loving and giving to yourself and others. So I recommend people look into yoga, look into meditation. There are many programs out there, many ways to do it. But the key is to be aware of your inner nature so you can help create a beautiful outer nature. So until next time, this is Dr. Alex Avila. Put away your notebooks, your iPads, your phones. Now, if you want to download our podcast, you can do so on Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can also connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Love University Podcast. And also you can follow us on Twitter at Love Podcast. So until next time, put away your notebooks, your iPads, your phones. And this is Dr. Avila. Class is now dismissed. Love University. Now I want to introduce a very exciting event that we have planned coming up on November 9th, 2022, at 7 p.m. Here in Orange County, California, at the Curtis Theater in the city of Brea. We're going to be doing Find Your Soulmate at the Dating Masquerade. This is one of our most popular events where we actually teach people how to find compatible partners based on personality type. So everyone takes a test. They put on a mask that we give them based on a personality type. Each mask has a certain color. For example, red is for excitement seekers, white are for security seekers, blue are for meaning seekers, and black are for knowledge seekers. And then people mingle throughout the night, and at the end of the night, the masks come off, and then you might be able to find the ideal person for you once you get to know them at a deeper level. This will be the Find Your Soulmate of Data Masquerade. You can find this on Eventbrite in the city of Brea. You can also find it on our website, loveuniversity.love. The admission will be $10, includes a glass of wine. It'll be a great way to meet people, to mingle, and to learn more about finding your soulmate based on love compatibility. I i've seen in my best-selling book, Love Types, which has helped over 40 million singles find compatible love. So one more thing, get ready to join us at the Dating Masquerade.